Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Welcome, everyone, to the Future Tech Podcast. My name is Josh Thomas, and I'm here with Charlie Silver of Algebraics Data, and this is a permission marketing platform on mobile that's fueled by their ALX token. Hello, Charlie. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to have you here. And so uh, you you and I have met. We've talked a little bit about your, your business, and uh, tell me, uh, for those of us that aren't familiar with it, uh, tell us a little bit more about what you're looking to do with this platform. Well, we're looking to create a platform of permission marketing that allows consumers to get paid via the ALX token in order to view da- uh, view ads and share their data. So today, most marketing is based on interruption. We're creating a platform that allows advertisers to connect to consumers and offering them these tokens. And when you do that, you create this system of trust. It's all, and that's really our mission, is to really build trust between advertisers and consumers. Very good. And, you know, I've I've spoken to a couple of different um, entrepreneurs and executives in this space, and there's, there's kind of this um, balance that you have to toe between uh, providing that permission and then also being effective uh, as a platform so that uh, you know advertisers can you know get in front of the right people is it, have you noticed any challenges between you know what what consumers say they want and what advertisers uh, say they want yeah we don't see a problem there i mean consumers will self select if they don't want to view an ad they just won't view it and the ones that are interesting to them they'll view and and then get compensated. But if there's something that's out of context and doesn't apply to them, you know, then they don't want to, you know, don't participate. It's a total self-selecting kind of process. So nobody gets bothered by things that they don't want to be involved with. Would you say that the uh, the technology that you're developing here obviously is, is innovative and you're building it on the blockchain, but Uh, As far as the way that a consumer would interact with this and the way that an advertiser would interact with this, would you say that it's different than the norm right now? Well, there's a lot of similarities the way an advertiser may purchase ads on Google or Facebook. It's going to be similar in the sense that they say they want to target 
a certain cohort, you know, they want to target men that are 40 years old, that live in Texas, that make over $100,000, they'll be able to create that kind of cohort um, to, to, to reach. But it's very different in the sense of how the ad is delivered and how the relationship is built. And that's where it all changes. And um, so, but there are a lot of similarities in terms of how advertisers will, you know, figure out what it costs to reach an individual target. So let's unpack the differences just a little bit more than, uh, you know, there, the similarities that you just, uh, just kind of laid out here. And there's a difference because uh, can interact with this ad if they choose to. And if they do that, um, then they get compensated. So tell me, tell me just a little bit more about that and the technology behind it. Well, the the fundamental, as you just identified, the fundamental difference is that a consumer will be presented with the an ad, and they'll say, "Here's 50 ALX tokens to view this ad," uh, and here's maybe another 50 ALX tokens if you register and put in your email uh, or your phone number. And so the idea is as the relationship deepens, people continually get compensated to to participate. And the whole premise is this creates trust. There's no more, I'm being taken advantage of, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I'm getting compensated for every step that I take. So that's really the fundamental difference between other forms of digital advertising. Now, the technology behind it is, you know, it's, we're going to be building our currency on Ethereum and we're applying our data algebra at the, at the point of uh, uh, the metadata that's created on the mobile phone. So we're able to, to high, in a highly scalable way, deliver ads uh, to the right targets because our data algebra does this mathematical representation and really nobody else will be able to match our kind of scalability. Okay, I see. And uh, so why do you think that is no one else is going to be able to match the scalability? What what are the advantages that Algebraics is building over the competition? Well, it's this metadata representation that we can, you know, imagine each individual mobile phone. I mean, it's the ultimate decentralized network that the data resides on the phone. We have hundreds of millions of people in our network that how do you target, you know, how do you do the kind of micro-targeting that we're going we're gonna to be doing? And it's through this data algebra metadata representation uh, that allows us to do that kind of targeting. Now, can other people do it? Yeah, I guess they can, but the, the, the metadata representation really makes this thing scalable. Okay, understood. And so how long has Algebraics been in development? Well, we've been out there for quite a few years. I mean, the technology has been in development for probably six, seven years, and our Total focus on the blockchain has been about 18 months, um, but we have been doing deep R&D on this data algebra uh, and how all data can be represented mathematically. Okay, thus, thus the name, Algebraic. Correct. Okay, very good. And so, uh, been in development for for a while now. Um, what is the what is the current status of the project? Is it uh, in beta? Is it a full fully functional release? Where where are we now? Well, we're about to release the first version of the app on the Apple Store. Um, it's going to be available on what's called Test Flight, which is essentially an alpha version where we're going to limit the users to about 10,000 
and then we'll get feedback and make adjustments. But we're hoping to do a full launch, certainly by the end of March. And uh, so we're very close. And then the currency will be released, and people can earn currency by just downloading the app. We're, gonna, we're not doing an ICO. We're doing an airdrop and through the app download. Okay. And uh, what, will the, what will the app be called? Algebraics. Uh, Algebraics. Okay, got it. Yep. Uh, I didn't know if it had a different uh, production name or anything like that. Okay, understood. Uh, and so talk to me a little bit about, as you've been developing this, uh, there had to have been some, you know, challenges or speed bumps or roadblocks along the way. What, what were some things that really stood out to you that maybe you weren't expecting to encounter? Well, the regulatory stuff has been a real challenge. We're bending over backwards to comply with everything the SEC is putting out there. And that's been probably the biggest challenge because um, we don't want to issue a cryptocurrency and have the SEC give us, you know, hard time. So we're we're really bending over backwards to to comply. And that's why we're not doing an ICO in the traditional sense. We're not doing a crowd sale. We're only taking investment dollars from accredited investors. Um, you know, other challenges are... Uh, um, you know, the scalability. I mean, the blockchain today is, uh, you know, and, and, and its infrastructure has some scalability problems. And, um, you know, that's been our biggest focus is how to scale this thing. Okay. Well, that makes sense. And, and that seems to be, that seems to be the, uh, the phrase of the year so far, scalability, because, uh, you know, I think when, uh, when this technology, uh, the blockchain technology first um, came out, nobody really anticipated the, the sheer amount of data uh, that you would be pushing through. And uh, we're, we're running into scalability issues across many spectrums. Um, you know, Ethereum, for instance, is uh, you know, eventually going to run out of space and they're going to need to, you know, find a way to do a, um, a fork or, you know, uh, some kind of different uh, way to store the technology so that, you know, we can continue to use it. And then obviously Bitcoin is running into scalability issues as well on their blockchain. Uh, what do you say, uh, you know, as an industry leader and expert, how do you overcome that challenge? Well, you know, there's tens of thousands of developers and um, some really amazing projects out there, including our own. Um, you know, it's just like the internet in the uh, dot-com days. I mean, I remember in the late 90s, you know, if you had 2,000 concurrent users on your website, that was a big deal and a problem. And so every new wave of technology, you know, it starts with this kind of, uh, you know, scalability issues. And I'm sure it will get solved in, uh, in uh, you know, not too long of a distance you know, in the distant future. And so speaking of the future, um, you know, let's let's talk about the industry that you're in specifically, uh, marketing, specifically mobile marketing. Um, what do you see as the ultimate future of that particular industry, uh, let's say in the next 12 months uh, and then in the next five years? What's going to happen? Well, this concept of individuals owning their own data is going to become more and more and more prominent. And that the, I really think we've hit Facebook, Google, Twitter, these companies, and by the way, they're great companies, and I, I'm not discounting their achievements whatsoever, but the fact that they've been exploiting personal data, that trend is changing. Um, it's starting with the European GDPR, General Data Protection Regulation which is basically making the Facebook business model illegal. 
they have to notify an individual each and every time revenue has been created based on their data. So they can't possibly do it. I mean, they're going to have to pay 4% of their global revenue and fines in the EU if they're going to keep operating there, which is going to mean billions of dollars of fines. And this trend that data exploitation has been you know, prominent throughout the digital marketing industry, it's over. It's a, the trend is changing where individuals have the right to their own data and they need to be compensated. So that's that's this big trend, uh, and the blockchain and crypto is, you know, seizing upon that and creating all kinds of business models that will allow people to be compensated for their data um, on the web, on the platform. There's going to be so I do think there's a major sea change in advertising from interruption to permission, all fueled by the blockchain and crypto. It's an interesting perspective. Um, how long do you think it will take before that particular method uh, becomes uh, prolific or ubiquitous? And, you know, that's well, that's the standard. You know, think about the dot-com stuff. I mean, how long did digital marketing start to eat away a traditional television, radio, print? I mean, I think it will be on the same kind of channel. You know, in the beginning, it's going to be a very small percentage, but every year it's going to grow and grow and grow and grow. I, when I started a dot-com company, um, you know, it was a very small percentage of total marketing spend, but every year it just, it almost doubled. And what is it today? I mean, I don't know, 30, 40% of total marketing spend is digital, where 15 years ago it was 2%. So, you know, my guess is it'll be yeah. along the same trend. Do you think uh, because we move at such a a faster pace these days with technology. Do you do you think that the uh, the rate of adoption for these new methods would uh, would be faster as well, or, or do you think it'll take another ten or fifteen years, uh, just like uh, digital? Well, I do think you're right. I mean, the the point is, is uh, you know, uh, more you know, the technology uh, curve just keeps getting faster and faster and faster. So, my guess my guess is the rate of adoption will will parallel that. But, uh, you know, I don't really, you know, predictions are interesting, but no one knows for sure. But I do believe in this permission marketing, that that, that is going to become more and more and more prominent, independent blockchain, independent of crypto. Uh, that notion of interruption marketing is just kind of hit its peak. Yeah, makes sense. Charlie Silver from Algebraics Data. Uh, really appreciate you coming on here and joining us. What, any final thoughts uh, for our audience here? Tell us, you know, where we can learn more about your product. Um, you know, as we as we wrap up here. Yeah, well, go to algebraics.io. Uh, we're in a pre-sale process on our token, but uh, we're really about making cryptocurrency available to everybody and anybody with a mobile phone who can download an application on Android or Apple, will be able to participate in our ecosystem. So we really anticipate millions and millions of people participating very quickly. Um, so we welcome everybody to, you know, download the app and, you know, and start getting paid for what you already own, which is your data. Very good. Uh, an excellent idea for sure. Thanks very much again, Charlie, for joining us. Uh, that'll do it this time for this episode of Future Tech Podcast, everyone. Uh, for more information on algebraics, 
you can go to algebraics.io, and that's A-L-G-E-B-R-A-I-X.io. Thanks very much, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.